Don't Cause a Ruckus is a completely fan-produced show of the fan-controlled sports and entertainment network. The first ever open-source professional sports league controlled entirely by you, the fans. If you'd like to watch live, tune into our Twitch, YouTube, or social media channels every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Now, it's time for Don't Cause a Ruckus with AJ Kaw and Jose Ruckus. Don't cause a ruckus. We talking that talk is spitting them facts. Them facts. We setting them traps and cracking them bags. Yeah. We got all the news. We know all the stories. Know the story. yeah. We start from the bottom, rise up to the glory. Yeah. We say what your local reporters can't say. Yeah. We break down the X's and those on the play. Every place. AJ, King, Con, and Jose. Ruckus. We call it right on the first take and they love us. Yeah, we the best when it comes to sports debate. Find the podcast and let it play. Let if it we play. get you in your feelings, that's okay. AJ and Jose send you on your way like bro don't cause the ruckus we just call it how we see it bro and that we will always do what's up internet welcome to don't cause a ruckus the only sports debate show that cares about the truth i am your host jose ruckus joined with me as always my good friend my arch enemy aj ka what's up aj hey buddy how's it going oh i'm doing great today man we got a great show for the people I'm excited. You know what? I think we should just get straight into it. Let's go. Well, before we get into the news stories, I think of course have, you got it. You got it. We have a bit of duty that we have to do here for the people, AJ, because a lot of these sports debate shows, I'll tell you what, they only take the W's. They never take the L's. Okay, they never go in. They never check back up with the takes that they gave in the past to see if they got it right, to see if they're giving good information. That's not what we do here on this show. So let's go back through the last couple weeks, look at some of the things we got right, some of the things we got wrong. I know I got something wrong a couple weeks ago. We didn't make a big deal about it last week, but I said that the Bucks were going to beat the Ravens. Bucks didn't beat the Ravens. No, they didn't. Now, they won the first half, okay? They came out the first half. They were playing much better than the Ravens. Things were going really well. Just like I said, the passing game was getting back on track. But it didn't come together in the half. They lost to the Ravens. So I'll, t- I'll take the L on that one. Definitely, definitely uh, not my best pick. But the Bucks did win last week against the Rams. I'm t- yeah. I, told you, I told you they would get it together. They're starting to get it figured out. It's not, not the worst L. Not the worst L I've ever taken. But I'm going to take the L on this one. I wouldn't call that getting it together. I would say they're like, you know getting lucky let's let's go with getting lucky in my opinion that's 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 what's going on with the bucks well you know that that's half the game that's half football baby you're not wrong the other the other so this one's not really an l okay i'm gonna say this is a w that you and i get to split okay world oh series. yeah yeah, yeah. i think that's series. the fair way to split it you know i think i yeah we're, we're gonna go half and half here because the astros won six games i called the astros in five you called the astros in seven they got there in six so the way I see it, you know what? We came together, locked that, that in was, on that That was one. a team. That was team effort team right effort. there. Team, team effort. effort. Now, there's there's an L that you're gonna have to take here, AJ. A pretty bad one. Yeah. Now, Tell me. now over the weekend, on. the Bucks continue to be the Bucks did finally, the Milwaukee Bucks finally did lose one game. Yeah, but they continued to win even with Giannis on the bench. The team still. Had some pretty good wins. 
Okay. You're right. I, 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 I should take this L. I should take it, but I'm not gonna. You know why? Because the team that beat them was the Atlanta Hawks. And like I said the last time we spoke, if the refs hadn't come and saved them, they wouldn't be like nine and one now, I think it is. But still, that and it, it would be like eight. Is it, is it 11 and one now? I think it's oh, 11 man. and one. That's wild. <laughs> okay. So it would be 10 and two. It'd be 10 and two. Okay. That that that's their real record right now. Maybe even nine and three if I give the Knicks a little more credit. But you know I don't like giving New York teams credit. So their actual know. actual you know little asterisks in the corner record should be ten and two. Just just saying. That's a still a pretty good record. That's a great record. They'd still be number one in the entire league. Like they're they're the team to beat this season. And like I think you know Bud Coach Bud has them and, and like I'm envious of the Milwaukee Bucks. I have been since they got Coach Bud from the Hawks. I think he's a great coach. Studied under, you know, the great coach pop. But yeah, like I said, they're the team to beat. They also they also have Giannis. That, who's that's true. Probably yeah. the best basketball player in the world right now. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um one that I don't think either of us got wrong, but it's just a good news update um from earlier today, I think. Uh Ime Udoka. Not going to be the Nets head coach. They've hired a new head coach. It's not Ime Udoka. We didn't exactly predict that was going to happen. It was reported it was going to happen. But just an update on a conversation we had last yeah. week. That's not happening. Hey, so everything that we talked sad. about last week didn't matter. <laughs> hey, that's 90% of sports talk is, hey, what could happen? I mean, well, you want to talk about what could happen. Our next topic, what could happen at the end of this season for Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers is having his worst season he's probably ever had. Last week, I think he just played probably the worst game I've ever seen Aaron Rodgers play. Three interceptions within the other team's 25-yard line. That's not something any good quarterback has ever done. Is Aaron Rodgers just done? I mean, yes. Like, let's be honest. This this goes to the same topic and conversation we had like a couple weeks ago about Tom Brady and Matt Ryan. I'm a huge Matt Ryan fan. I have like three of his jerseys, okay? But alongside Tom Brady and a few other guys, it's time for them to move on. The NFL needs to input a little youth into the quarterbacks. Like... Look at everything that's gone on this season. Yes, yeah, some of the guys that got starts haven't had Seems like we lost AJ's audio. I couldn't tell if it was me that was lost him or if AJ's audio cut out. But unfortunately, oh, technical difficulties. There he is. Oh, he muted himself. I did not mute myself. I got unplugged. Yay, cheap headphones that unplugged you. Anyway, okay. I apologize. So, they're old. Long story short, he's old. He needs to get out. He is, Matt he's Ryan, Tom old. Brady. They all need to get out of there. They're old. Uh, 
quarterbacks don't play into their 40s. Tom Brady is the exception. He is not the rule. He's, um, yeah, Tom Brady is a huge, huge outlier. It's just not something that, like, happens. Even he needs to retire. Come on. He's he's leading leading the league in passing Matt Ryan. Aaron Rodgers all need to retire last year. Tom, Tom Brady, Brady is leading go. the league in passing yards right now, okay? I don't Bucks care. Bucks are going to get it figured out. They're They've got not. good weapons there. They are absolutely – they're going to win that division. They're not. And Mike Larkey, hey, I'm an animated sir. My mic gets unplugged because I'm juggling these things around, okay? I'm sorry. I'm not a pro. <laughs> That's not true. I am. I just don't want to be. I'm literally. I literally do audio for a living. What am I saying? At the beginning of the year, I wanted to say that Aaron Rodgers was. He just didn't have the weapons, right? He doesn't. He He has them though. His best receiver is Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard isn't a tier one receiver. He's just not. He doesn't have a number one. Losing Devontae Devontae Adams, that's hurt. You can see it. It's there. It hurts. But he's playing really bad too. This is not just that the receivers out there aren't good. He is also not playing very bad. He's playing. Ex- this is the worst season of football he's ever put together. You're seeing him make mistakes that you've never seen Aaron Rodgers make before. Three red zone turnovers. I'm saying retire. They're too old. Put some youth into the system. They Get just, Desmond Ritter in there. Get Mariota out of there. On like a $90 million contract. Well, you know what that is? That's poor general managing. And, you know, that goes along with the franchise that, you know, fans can own a part of the team, but it's not like the FCF. It's not. It's different. That's true. I mean, like, you look at the Glacier Boys last year, right? They went through, like, how many quarterbacks? If the quarterback's playing bad, you can just boot them out of there. The Beasts, too. They were going through quarterbacks like crazy. It's, you know, having options at the position is pretty good. I mean, I, I think my my good buddy Kyle Goodby is in the chat, and he's saying he's telling me to slow down. He thinks Aaron Rodgers for sure, but I'm sure he's one of the guys that thinks that Tom Brady's the goat. Tom Brady, guys, he I'm going to tell you what he's doing. He's that leading the league in passing yards. That's what he's doing. He's he's the old man that could. All right eventually he's going to get to the point where he just can't no more. His body's going to give up on him. Giselle isn't there to like rub his shoulders after the games anymore. Like it's, it's not the same Tom Brady guys. He's Tom not Brady is one and O since filing for divorce. Okay. <laughs> he's since getting filing turned for around. Divorce. He's uh, one and O since filing for divorce. Okay? He's getting figured out. Now that he's alone in his, new mansion i'm sure it's like a toned down like i want to imagine it's a toned down mansion like it's just a step below mansion size like he's still top ready he's still in a mansion yeah. but it's not you know yeah, 16 but, yeah. parcels it's 14 sure he doesn't have the, the the russell wilson 13 bathrooms in his new house yeah it's only it's only four it's only oh. what 11 bathrooms yeah 11 yeah. bathrooms it's yeah, 11 it modest he has he to modest well so this this is a good transition to our next topic because we're talking about the lack of weapons with Green Bay. Should they be going after Odell Beckham Jr.? Odell Beckham Jr. has just been cleared. He's pretty much ready to play. He's a free agent right now. He's looking for a short-term contract. Is he the kind of weapon that can turn the Green Bay team around? Or should Odell think about going to a different team that possibly still has a chance to win? 
I mean, he's let's be honest. Odell Odell Beckham Jr. is one of those types of players that used to be the type of player that could change a franchise. Now he's the type of player that can help a franchise. He's not he's not a game changer. He's like a piece of the puzzle. And for Green Bay, I feel like there's too many pieces missing for him to be the answer for what's going on over there. But I do think there are teams that like could use him. Uh, I could see him going to Arizona. I think that'd be a cool place for him to end up. Most likely, and the thing that I think the team that really needs him because they've been struggling with wide receivers this year is the Chargers. Like Mike Williams is hurt. Keenan Allen is hurt. There's a lot of hurt players over there. They're all in and out. If OBJ is healthy, he could be the answer that they're looking for. Now, that's a big if. So we'll see. But I I don't see Odell not landing on a team before the playoffs. He's going to get signed. Somebody's going to pick him up. It really does just come down to who. Um, I know the Cowboys are really pushing hard to get him right now. And it makes sense. C.D. Lamb has sort of failed to become an elite receiver like people thought he would. I don't put C.D. Lamb as a true number one. The problem is I don't think Odell Beckham Jr. at this point, I agree with you, I don't think he's a true number one either. I've heard Odell Beckham since he went to the Rams last year described as the best number two receiver in the league if you can get him. Yep. You need to have a team that has a real number one. I think he would improve the Cowboys. I do think that he would help possibly get them to the next level because they are they're a competitor right now, but they're in the same division as the best team in football right now. I think the best possible place for Odell to go really is the Bills. The Bills are having some problems. The Bills can't run the ball. They just can't do it. The run game's totally gone there. They have yep. one of the best receivers in football right now with Stephon Diggs. So mm-hmm. for him to be the best number two, Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis has a whole bunch of talent. I love the guy. He's on my fantasy team. I start him every week. He's boomer bust. He's got a lot of talent there, but he's not consistent. Some weeks yep. he's ending up with like two catches for 10 yards, right? Mm. If you make G- Gabe Davis your number three, Odell Beckham's your number two, that's the passing attack that you're going to need. When they get to playoffs, teams are going to make adjustments. That is not going to see you're going to see teams bracketing Stefan Diggs as much as possible, letting Gabe Davis get one on one matchups more. The run game's completely shut down. Josh Allen's starting to get kind of banged up. He's got an injury in his throwing elbow. Yep. If they're going to continue to just be a bomb it out team, they need more receivers. I think I think OBJ to the Bills, probably the best decision possible. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm going to call out. Mr. Goodby again, he's saying that Lamar and the Baltimore Ravens need him. They're down two backs and Bateman. I think that's another good choice, but like I you may have convinced me, man. I, I, I think that the Bills may be the best choice because that's a really good team offensively. And you're right. They if O if OBJ is like, you know, as you said, been called the the best number two receiver in the league, like why not take him to a team that's looking for a better number two? Now, I do really like is... the Ravens as an option. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is I don't know if they have the money to get him right now. I don't totally know what their cap situation looks like at the moment. I know it's not great. I don't know what 
OBJ is looking for as far as a contract goes, I know that the Cowboys are going to pay more than anybody else. I know that they've got they've got some money to throw around, and Jerry Jones will make it happen. Jerry Jones is the man to throw. It's like him and Arthur Blank are fighting over who can throw the most money at players for no good reason. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I do. I, I do think the Ravens need to put some quality weapons around Lamar. It's a huge problem. He is the offense right now. And it's especially with Mark Andrews is out right now. Like, like we said, his best receiver is banged up right now. They need, need weapons. And because they're on sort of a deadline with Lamar, he's asking for a huge contract. It's true. Unless they let him walk, this might be their last year to really make a run for it because they're missing so many players at key positions that once Lamar signs a big contract, they're not going to be able to fill all those positions back up again. They're missing pieces on offense. Their offensive line is starting to get old and banged up. They have essentially no receivers. They cannot find a healthy running back to save their lives. They, they have a lot of positions to buy. Honestly, I think that OBJ is actually kind of, for once in his career, sitting really pretty at where he can go. You just want a go. Super Bowl ring, right? You just want a Super Bowl ring. He's coming in as like a free agent, essentially. Anybody can take him. Like, it's just who's willing to put up the money and where he wants to go. If he wants another ship, like, Bills are a good choice. Chiefs are another good choice. Like, there's so many places that could use him. Hey, we, it's just time will tell, essentially. Yeah, it, or, it really comes down to what he's willing to take as a contract, if he's willing to sign a one-year veteran minimum, or if he's looking for a big payout for one year. He has pretty much anything that he wants right now laid out for him. This is this reminds me of like Darrell Revis back in the day, where Darrell Revis just got whatever he wanted, like one-year deals from all these teams to go out and be the best cornerback in the league. It's crazy. Uh, I love it for him, man. I'm super happy for Odell. He's put himself in a great position. You know, it's one of those things that you love to see when players like kind of bet on themselves and it actually turns out right. It's because so many times you've seen these negative stories and like just this is one of those times where like you're happy for him. You're you're excited to see where the future leads him. And, you know, I I personally I wish him nothing but the best. Like I'm excited to see where he lands and hopefully he gets another ring because like I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm betting on Cowboys. I really am. I think I think Jerry Jones is just going to make it happen. I think Probably. that's what's going to happen. Um, Money talks. Exactly. Let's move into our next topic, man, because um, we're about halfway through the NFL season. And it's time that we can actually have legitimate conversations about mm-hmm. who you think the NFL MVP should be. Um, I know who I think deserves the MVP right now, today. Who do you think it is? Who do I think you're going to say? I don't know. Who do I think is going to win it? I think it's going to be Hurts, man. Like, the man has been doing damage with his team. And in a way that, like, wasn't really expected. They're still undefeated. That's a that's an accomplishment. I think, if I'm not wrong, no. They are the only undefeated team still in yep. the NFL. That is an accomplishment in and of itself to be 8-0, especially at this point. If you, Especially in this wild season that we've had. Now, I, I think leading your team at this point, hands down, he should be number one pick. But, you know, you got a lot of other choices there. You got the Bills quarterback. You got Mahomes. You got there, – there's so many rightfully so deserving players for this acc- accolade. But 
in my opinion, go with the team that's winning. Like you, you can't stop it. You won't stop it. Like the, the Eagles are seeming to be the team to beat. Like, I don't know. I, I got hurt. It's hers. fairly hard to see where things stand right now. People not voting for Jalen Hurts. It's just sort of how the NFL works, right? Who's the quarterback on the best team? That's the MVP, mm-hmm. right? We saw this with, I mean, the year Lamar Jackson won his MVP, right? They went yep. undefeated for super long, got bounced first round of the playoffs. Didn't matter. That's the MVP. I think you're going to see a similar thing here with Jalen Hurts. I do think they're just going to go, that's the team that's won the most. That's the MVP. I do think there are some dark horse candidates that deserve some shout outs. Like when you look at how much the offense is turned around with Tyreek Hill being on the Miami Dolphins, he's going to have one of the best receiving years in the history of football. He's probably going to break the receiving yards record. That's, you know, an award in and of itself. Yeah, no, that's wild. But it is something to be like, hey, you know what? Maybe that deserves just a vote or two. Um, Josh Allen, of course, he could still ball out for the rest of the year and end up with an MVP. I do think one of the things that makes Jalen Hurts um, his performance impressive is that uh, when you look at the better quarterbacks, guys like Mahomes, guys like Josh Allen, his supporting you know, weapons, not necessarily as good. He does have A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown is incredible. He's been using A.J. Brown like crazy. Devontae yeah. Smith is also really good. I do think when you compare the supporting group versus the quarterback, I do think that there's a bit of a disparity there. So I like Jalen Hurts' odds on that. I would love to see Geno Smith get an MVP. Vote. Of course you would, though. Of course mostly you just, would. Mostly just for the hilarity, because Russell Wilson never got an MVP vote, said that he could not possibly win an MVP in Seattle, and so he left. And when you really break down the phrase valuable, right? Mm -hmm. How much value are they providing? And when you look at Geno's contract and what he's done with the offense, somebody should give him an MVP. But I'm saying just give the man a little bit of recognition with that. I mean, okay, if if we're making that argument at the same time, you got to put one towards Mariota for the fact that he's still in the league, like potentially in the running to take his team to the playoffs. Cause that man should not be leading that team to like, they're tied in first place in the NFC South. That's still bonkers to me. Uh, Somebody but, in that division is going to make it to the playoffs with a losing record. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hundred percent. It just right now it's a race to see who it's a race to see who can get there and in what fashion. Hey, I'm cool with it. Uh, but I, I disagree. I don't think Gino gets a vote. I, I think it's it's going to be up between, you know, I'm going to shout out our buddy Goodby because he's sticking in the chat and he's being in it. Uh, he's saying Mahomes. I agree. I think Mahomes is a good shot at it too. We haven't given him Mahomes a shout out. Mahomes is a good shot every year. Mahomes but Yeah, is great. exactly. Everybody knows Mahomes is great. Yeah. He's awesome. That's why we he's don't talk about the, it. The, the, the most skilled quarterback I've ever seen. He's incredible. He's, um, and it is it is a bit impressive that they are playing. When you actually watch like the all twenty two and stuff, and you really break down like how that offense is moving, they're arguably better now than when they had Tyreek Hill. Like in terms of just like what we saw a lot last year was a lot of defenses would just go into cover two, make Mahomes take whatever he could get underneath, and there were a lot of problems there because there's always the allure of throwing it deep to Tyreek Hill. 
right? I mean, he's the fastest man in the, in the league. Yeah, exactly. And it didn't work out with them. They lost a lot of games with that strategy. Juju Smith-Schuster has kind of been the guy who really provides really valuable stuff when the defense wants to prevent your deep plays. Juju Smith-Schuster just always seems to be there and moving the chains forward. The Chiefs are having a better year than they did last year. And for that alone, I think Mahomes is evolving as a player. The offense is changing right now. And that sort of does deserve an MVP shout out. Yeah, totally. Uh, I, I, I kind of agree with you. I think Juju is fitting into the, the Chiefs offensive like scheme as well as any player coming out of like another team can. Uh, you're right. He's there in the big moments when they need him. And it's good to see, but yeah, I mean, those are pretty good. But at the end of the day, if Hertz is an MVP, I'll be shocked. Yeah, I'll be it's shocked. Hurts. I'm sorry, he's guys. Just, it's Hertz. He's the best quarterback on the best team. That's how you win an MVP. That's what the formula is every single year. Genuinely would love it to see it go to a non-quarterback. I think Tyreek Hill deserves a shout out just for how to his play has turned around you know what, Jim, if you can, let's throw it up to the fans for a vote. I want to see what the fans think in the chat. Do you guys think it's going to be Mahomes? Do you think it's going to be Hurts? Or do you think it's going to be somebody else? That's right. a great poll. I want to see what the results of that are. I, I want to see it too, because people are people are going off in the chat about it. So While we're on the subject of MVPs, though, you know, we're talking about we just had the NFL. We're halfway through the season. We can make reasonable assumptions. Let's make some unreasonable assumptions, okay? NBA MVPs this early into the season, 10 games in, who's the MVP? You know, this is my kind of story. I like this. You know, I'm loving this. Uh, it's it's hard for me to say Luca at all. It's really hard for me because I'm just not going to say it. It's Luca. So the answer is it's Luca. Not, it's not the answer Luca. Is Luca. No. It's I'm going to be honest with you. It's Giannis, man. You said it earlier in this in this conversation. The man is dominant. He is the prototypical basketball player you want. He can destroy you in the paint, outside the paint. He can steal the ball. He can lead the team to a comeback. He's amazing. Now, I I, I get you guys love Luka. Luka's great. Yeah, yeah. But his team ain't winning. His team's not doing that well. Like they're doing all right. It's the beginning of the season, all right? He's never led his team in the playoffs past the first round. If he has, didn't do well in the second round, but I'm pretty sure they never did it. Trey Young has taken his team to the Eastern Conference playoffs. Now, I'm not saying Trey Young is in it. Not at all. I, actually, that's a dirty lie. I think he's going to be up in the MVP conversation because, like, damn, that team is good. Go look at them. Go look at them. I, I'm happy. They have two point uh, guards. Oh, I'm so, yes. It makes me so happy to see that Murray is the missing piece the Hawks need. But I'm going to go with Giannis, man. I'll put my money on it all day. He's just the prototypical player that any any GM wants or rightly needs. Hit me with this. I mean, get get you, 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 you get our producer that thing. I'm gotcha. going to tell you why Luka Doncic right now is the MVP going forward, okay? He just put up a scoring performance at the beginning of the season that hasn't been seen since Wilt Chamberlain. The guy's scoring at a rate that's just plain unheard of. And what's really impressive about it, right now he's averaging 36, 36 points a game. He's not in the top 30 for three-pointers made in a game. This dude is doing an insane amount of work without getting the 
these high point numbers the way like Steph Curry is the second in points per game, right? He's got 32. He's leading the league in three points made. <laughs> Five a game, at least. Luka's not doing that. Luka is playing like, I want to call it like old school ball, like what we saw in like the early 2000s, but he's playing it in a way that like we didn't see back then. It's insane. I he mean, yeah. putting up his stats are ridiculous. Too. The assists are great. He's playing decent defense. He's not great on defense or anything, but he's very, very good. Um, All right. I got I got some of his stats right here. He's first in th- in points per game. He's first in isolation points per game. First in points uh post up points per game. He is 36 8 and 8 on 52% field goal this season and first in 30 and 5 5 games. So that means he's like Almost averaging a triple-double, which is nice. First in, 30 points, 10 assist games. Yeah, so he's he's leading the league in a lot of um, things. I see it. Here's the thing. Here's the reason. Right now, I would take Luka for MVP over Giannis. Even though, like I said, I I believe Giannis right now is the best two-way player in basketball. I think what the guy's doing, I think he's just flat out probably the the best basketball player in the world right now. Luka is the MVP this year right now because what did the Milwaukee Bucks do over the weekend? They won a game with Giannis on the bench. Fair. You take Luca's points off that team, they ain't winning shit. Okay, this team is nothing without Luca. Who's his co-star? You're not wrong. Okay, you're not wrong. But at that same time, he's got to do something that's worthy of notoriety, though. And I don't think Luca has it in him to take the Mavs to the playoffs or to the Western Conference Finals. I really, in your heart of hearts, Jose. Do you really think that Luka and the Mavs this season can go to the Western Conference playoffs? No. No, I don't. No. Yeah, exactly. It's a regular season award. But you're right. You're right. 100%. But at the end of the day, you also got to look at it from who's going to take their team to the furthest. It's Giannis, man. The man already took his team to the playoffs. If he's averaging almost 40 points by the end of the season while also almost averaging a triple-double... That's an MVP, man. We'll see. We'll see. It, I feel like it's too early because we'll look look at the Cleveland Cavaliers right now. I I, I think that's another team that's going to bow out. Like once the season pulls in, you you know you'll see the actual true contenders keep still, and the fake contenders bow out. It, it, it's too early. Give it till Christmas time. I tell the you, Mavs the Mavs are middle of the pack. Middle of the pack. The middle, middle of the pack for sure. But right now, Luca's Luke, Luke, incredible right now. Luca, no. I haven't. We haven't seen a guy play like Luca. We're talking about like the Russell Westbrook MVP year right now. That's the closest comparison we've had. But okay, what he's doing right now is insane. Mark my words. Mark my words. Future Jimmer for that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook has made a transition in his career. He's coming off the bench. Something I never thought that I would see in my entire life. Russell Westbrook is now a reserve player for the Lakers. And he's kind of doing a pretty good job at it. AJ, do you think Russell Westbrook has found a new like place in his career? Is he a bench player now? Let's be honest, man. He's been a bench player for a while. He just hasn't accepted it in his mind until recently. And it's good that he's finally accepted it in his mind because this man has been a bench player for, I would say the last four seasons. Maybe that's a little much. 
at least the last three seasons. Okay. He two years ago he took that Wizards team like he carried them through the regular season. It's been really since he showed up on the Lakers that it's been a problem. Problem. Fair, but it's one of those things where, like, you, at some point in your career, you have to understand that there's limitations. You need to accept your position on the team and just realize that you can make a big difference like he is now coming off the bench. It's not hard. Like, I always viewed being a sixth man as, like, a very, like, prestigious award because it's one of those situations where, like, yeah, you may be the second, like, squad leader, but, man, you're destroying every other second squad. Like, you're leading squad the first guys on that squad you're a part of that you're helping them out you're giving them that opportunity to take a break while still allowing your team to keep that pressure and momentum going and to me i think you know russell's finally realizing that that's his like position now i think it's great for his career i think his career is going to probably extend a little longer now that he's willing to accept it I was surprised at how quickly he was willing to accept it. We saw Melo. Melo had to drop out of the league for an entire year before he was willing to accept being a bench player. You mean when he so, was on the Hawks for that great, great season? <laughs> I've got some stats for you on Westbrook versus uh, his starting this season versus coming off the bench. Okay, so he started three games. Uh, this is from a couple days ago, so it was when he'd gone five games coming off the bench. Okay, so points per game. Off the bench, he's averaging 18.8 points versus his 10.3 when he was a starter. Rebounding, uh, it's about the same. His assists, he's averaging 7.2 assists versus the 4.3 when he was a starter. His true shooting percentage, which is huge here, 57.6% versus the 30.3% that he had as a starter. Plus minus, plus 2.6 versus the minus 5.3 that he had as a starter. also, really, kind of sneakily happening right now. He's out shooting LeBron right now. We saw a true shooting percentage. We had him at fifty-seven point six. I think LeBron's true shooting percentage right now is in like the low forties. Uh, part That's of this, wild. part LeBron's kind of having a bad year right now. It's not exactly the Lakers good. are not doing well. They're they're a bad team. Part of part of this right now. That's um, it's a bit unsustainable as Ruffs is being like an actually good bench player. I think is that right now he's shooting 45.5% from three coming off the bench. His career three-point shooting is 30.5%. He's shooting pretty well above what we expect from Russell from three right now. That's kind of inflating these numbers. We're dealing with small sample sizes here. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's still, I, I, it's still, this is the fit for him, right? It's the fit. I think it's just like like we said earlier, it's the fit. I think it's like, you know, he is the type of player he that he's been in the leader of a team. He's been that caliber of player for so long that stepping into this role allows him to realize that, wait, wait, wait I'm playing at a – maybe – I don't want to say a different level because everybody at the NBA is a great player. But maybe it's one of those things where he's like – I'm playing differently against these guys and doing well against it. I, I think it's one of those situations, like like I said, it's the situation that's helping him. It's not the fact that he's a better player. I think he's always been this player. I think it's just he is be- he fits well in this role. Right now, yeah. Right now, I think he does fit well in this role. Being the being the head of the second team right now, I think is doing well. And yeah, I just pulled it up. Uh, right now, uh, LeBron's uh, field goal percentage, not true shooting percentage, is 44.7%. Um, his career is 50.4%. So not performing up to snuff right now what we expect from LeBron James as far as shooting goes. 
Well, this is a this it's, is it's really when it comes to and it's because of the it's because of the threes. It's because of the threes right now. That team is shooting so poorly from LeBron himself is shooting twenty one percent from three. He's a career thirty four point five three point shooter. That's what that's the problem with this team right now is they're taking a lot of threes and they're missing a lot of threes. But is this another one of those situations where it's like it's time to pass the torch, or it, or are we just? You know, is LeBron? Let's let's be real with ourselves. Is LeBron just waiting for Bronny to come into the league yeah. so he can have that one season with his son, and then out look, he goes? Look, when, when we when we really talk about it, right? Uh, LeBron is with with his age and everything. He's not the kind of guy you'd want taking a bunch of threes. He's not the kind of guy you want shooting the ball a lot. Nope. You expect him to be moving into a, like a way more point four like. He should be distributing the ball a lot more, right? Like, kind of what he needs to be doing right now. Yeah, their last game the, against the problem the is Cavs. he doesn't have anybody to distribute the ball to. Oh yeah, no, it's yeah, he doesn't really have. Yeah, you're not wrong because like in the game against the Cavs, like on Sunday, they shot twenty nine percent from three. Like that's not great. <laughs> that is not good. But the last we game said, again- we said it before the NBA started, right? We said yeah, it on this show. Fun. The Lakers are going to be bad this year. It's a bad team. It is a bad team. Well, you know, but Anthony Davis is getting a lot of slack, saying that like he hasn't shown up and he has. They're putting him on the trading block. I mean, I I, I saw that. I, I in my mind, my thought was, you know, trade John Collins and a team of like Trey Young, Dejounte Murray. <laughs> Clint Capella and like AD. That sounds like a one of the better teams in the league. You would get rid of John Collins for AD right now, the way he's been playing. Yeah, I love I, John Collins. I love I John Collins is really good. And I, I have think, three I think John Collins jerseys. To, I think he still has a lot of progression to do in his career. I think he's a really good player. I I hundred percent agree. Yes, I love John Collins more so than probably anybody. But AD's. He's great, man. You can't when he's on the floor, he's great. Can but he you're be right. On the floor at the same time as Clint Capella? No, probably, but they put Onyeka on Kamu over there, and that man was destroying people in that Bucks game. Like he dunked over Giannis. And I think that man alone has a much bigger breadth of like progression to like overcome than John Collins. I think John Collins agree that you know, he's he's a great player. There's a lot of room for growth in him. I love him. I have three John Collins jerseys. I'm going to say that every time. I love the man. I would. I think he's great. He's great for the city of Atlanta. He loves Atlanta. He's shown that many times. But, like, if AD comes knocking, like, I, I would probably get rid of Clint Capella first if I could for AD. I think that'd that be would a good be trade. A, I think that would be a smarter trade for both teams. Yeah. I think that'd be a great trade. I think Clint would work well with LeBron. I think it's one of those situations where, like, he would listen to LeBron. I don't know, man. That would be a ridiculous team, though. If John they Collins, AD, that's what the Lakers you know. need. They need picks. The, the Hawks have picks. Yeah, but you're think, too good. I think, yeah, but we're too good. They don't want those it. picks. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up our sports talk for today. We had, you know, some pretty good sports topics, but it is a bit of a slow sports time right now. We got some cool other pop cultures kind of talking to do because in a couple days. There's why are you talking like out. that? We, we got a movie some coming out cool. called Black Panther. Oh, that's why. Okay. You uh, trying to be you excited for this uh this Black Panther movie, AJ? 
Are you trying to be slinky with the way you talk? I'm really excited <laughs> about it. Um, uh, I think it's one of those things where it's like it's going to be very emotional. Uh, I'm. I don't know. I'm really interested to see how they do it. I think the introduction of Namor is going to be interesting. I think the fact that they went with like a Mayan sort of backstory when I, I don't know if they really talked about him having like a Mayan backstory in the in Marvel, but I think it's really cool to add that sort of culture alongside it's, of it's it. It's a very new take on the character. It, it really pretty, is. I'm pretty into it. I think it's going to be uh, the first introduction of mutants because he's always been a mutant. Uh, and they've like gone in on record to say he's as strong as the Hulk and Thor. So that's going to be fun to see. Uh, a flying guy that with little wings on his ankles uh, beating the crap out of people because he's so strong. Like uh, I'm all about that. Uh, I, I do think it's going to be somewhat of an emotional movie. I, I'm sure that, in, you know, I've seen a couple of trailers. I feel like no spoilers because I haven't seen it. I'm just guessing. Uh, but I'm sure his little sister is going to end up being Black Panther. Uh, it follows the comics, which is great. I just think it's sad, uh, you know, especially with everything that happened with Chadwick Boseman. And, you know, Ryan Coogler has gone on record to say it was difficult for him to even come back and shoot this without, you know, Chadwick. So I think it's going to be one long emotional roller coaster that everybody's going to love. And at the end, it's going to be dedicated to Chadwick as it should be. Yeah. I haven't been excited for Marvel movies pretty much since Endgame. I mm -hmm. haven't rushed out to the theater to see any of these movies. None of them have very much interest me. I'm really excited for this one. I love the first Black Panther. I think it's one of the best movies Marvel's ever made. Um, uh, Namor is probably my second favorite character in Marvel comics. I did I, not know that. That's awesome. I love Namor. He's, I think he's an incredible character. I really hope this movie does him justice. Um, I think that there's a lot of really interesting places that this movie could go. I think that there's a, I think for me, one of the things that kind of misses on Marvel is a lot of the time the movies don't have a lot of substance to them. They're not very powerful movies. I think this is a movie that definitely has a chance, oh, yeah. like the first Black Panther did to really be more than just a superhero movie. So mm -hmm. I'm super pumped for this, man. I'm I like, I haven't seen a Marvel movie in theaters in forever since I Spider-Man. Okay. So, if he's your number two, who's your number one? Amadeus Cho. Okay. All right. Good choice. I like that. Oh yeah. No, my, nice. my, my list is deep. Okay. I got the comics. Okay. I'm, I'm, I've been in it for a while. All right, well, we gotta we gotta discuss more of our obscure favorite heroes in later episodes because I feel like that that's a topic I feel like we can go down pretty easily. Oh yeah, we should definitely get on that underrated comic book characters. Oh yeah, Who are the totally. Best ones. I know you're a Green Lantern fan. I'm a huge Green Lantern fan too. We can have some Green Lantern discussions. That that would be fun, but I feel like the majority of the chat would be like, Green Lantern sucks. Ryan Reynolds was not good. And I'm going to, you know what I say to you guys? You're not wrong, but through that movie blossomed an amazing relationship. So, hey, we wouldn't have Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds together if it weren't for Green Lantern. So, shout out Green Lantern by WB. Okay, well, well, right now we're talking some overrated, <laughs> underrated comic book characters. Let's talk some overrated, underrated holidays, AJ. This is like the second week in a row I've seen a tweet from Josh McCuga 
the executive producer of this channel or whatever his job is these days. It just made me upset. This man started going off talking about how he hates Thanksgiving. This guy hates Thanksgiving. How can you hate Thanksgiving? That is a pretty wild thing to say is you hate Thanksgiving because that's a hard thing to do. It's a good holiday. It's a great holiday. Who doesn't love a, a holiday based around food? Food. It's and it's delicious, delicious food. I love it's, the turkey. I love the stuff. good food. I love the potatoes. I I think you know Mike Larkey has a point. It depends on your family, and it depends on tradition. See, now my family, we we have some traditions. We eat the turkey. We have the stuffing. We do the cranberry sauce. Kinda, kinda. We're not a big cranberry sauce family. I'll be honest. Mashed potatoes, huge. Corn, great. Love it. Mac and cheese, sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, oh, Mike Larky's pissed me off in chat now. We're going to have a go with this. Turkey is mid. We're have a Turkey's go with this. But, like, I, I, I love the fact that dinner and Thanksgiving, there's no lunch Thanksgiving Day. Lunch is thrown out the window. You're, suppo- you're forced to wait an extra two hours, so you're a little more hungry. And then you just go straight to dinner. Now, if you're, if you're in a fun family, sometimes you eat, you eat your Thanksgiving dinner. You go watch some football and pass out. And then my my fiance now, this is our first year doing Thanksgiving with different families. So she she wants to make stuffing sandwiches after like on second dinner. So I'm excited to try that. I think that's going to be fun. That's going to be a nice little thing. But, you know, you also have to get that after and before turkey dinner walk because those are always fun. You got to enjoy fall. Apple pie, turkey, personally. Turkey is a great food, okay? Turkey turkey is excellent. The problem with turkey is that you have to commit to making a good turkey, okay? Oh, yeah. You have to be, you have to put out, you have to, like, really go hard making a good turkey, okay? We got to be brining this thing the day before. We got to be cooking this thing all day, okay? That's how you get a good turkey, okay? You got you to gotta really do your research. If you're making a bad turkey, that's on you, okay? If you don't like turkey, it's because you're making a bad turkey, okay? It's fair. You don't got the skills. Dry turkey, you're doing something wrong. You can't have dry turkey. It's terrible. And, I mean, oh, yeah. And, I mean, Freddie, Freddie Amaral, I mean, the gravy, Thanksgiving, gravy, delicious. <laughs> the other thing that's important to mention here when it comes to uh, Thanksgiving... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> football. It's a football <laughs> holiday. I don't know why the gravy thing got to me. It really got to me. <laughs> it's like, gravy? We're talking about gravy? <laughs> talking about gravy. It's a football holiday. I'm obsessed with football. Okay. I'm watching football all day Thanksgiving. Okay. We're waking up. We're getting ready. We're setting our fantasy football lineups. We're we got two types of football up. this year, too. Two kinds yeah. of football. Yeah, that's correct. I love how me and McKenna said that at the exact same time. Well, she typed in the chat and I said it as soon as it popped, like as it was popping up, I would say. But yeah, two types of football this year. I'm excited for we're that. Gonna World wake Cup. Up. We're going to wake up early. We're going to watch World Cup games and those are going to lead right into our NFL games. Yep, yep. It's going to be great. I can't, I don't understand. I, I wish we could get Josh on to defend himself with this because this is just ludicrous take that he doesn't like this this holiday. We'll do it. The well, can we 
if we have don't cause a ruckus the wednesday before thanksgiving we will make it a thanksgiving episode we will call on the makuga to come and defend his horrible take because this is one of the few times where me and jose are both we're on the same side it's rare but it happens thanksgiving properly rated not overrated at all you know what it really is? It's these like it's these 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 Christmas people. These people who love Christmas and they have to shit on every that. holiday that's not Christmas. It, it, it's one of those things where I love Christmas. Christmas is my favorite holidays, but enough is enough, guys. As soon as Thanksgiving, like it used to be once Thanksgiving, and this is the rule in my house. Once Thanksgiving is done, the parade happened, and you see Santa coming in at the end of the Thanksgiving parade. That's when it's okay for stores to start putting out Christmas displays mm-hmm. and for music, for Christmas time music to be played on the radio. That's the only appropriate time. Anytime before that, I feel like as soon as Halloween is done, people are grabbing their pumpkins and drop kicking them straight, off of it. Straight to Christmas. Just straight to Christmas. It's there's no November. It's wild. The, the October is Halloween's month. November is Thanksgiving's month. December. It's Christmas's month. It's 25 days of Christmas. Then it became 31 days of Christmas. Now it's, what, 62 days of Christmas? Yeah. No, I mean, no. we got people who are starting in October, man. These Every year, man, they just get earlier and earlier. I'm sick of it. Yeah, I'm not a fan. You know what I'm sick of, AJ? Mariah Carey. Daylight savings time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Every year. <laughs> Every year with the daylight savings. Okay, so this is what we need to decide. Okay, we're gonna get rid of daylight savings time. Are we doing? Are we doing spring forward? Are we doing fall back? What are we doing? We're getting rid of daylight savings time today. I mean, I don't care. Just pick one. Like personally, I would rather we go back to what it was like a couple months ago, purely because my dog was set to that time schedule. She's like, all right. She knew five o'clock was her dinner time. And like, whenever I woke up was breakfast. Now this whole skip forward or like we have an extra hour of time. My dog is coming to me at four o'clock whining for dinner. I don't like that. Just keep it consistent. You're messing with the animals. That's not cool. Animals are on a schedule. I'm on a schedule. I don't want to wake up and get someplace early or be an hour late to someplace because of it. I don't care. I don't care. Just pick a time. I thought we. I thought Senate came together, made a decision, was like, we're not doing this anymore. What happened to that? Huh? Politicians, you had can't, one thing to can't do. Can't agree on anything. I personally, I'm a fallback guy. This is the time of year I like. I like it when it gets dark early. Okay. <laughs> I love how you have an actual opinion on this, and I'm like, I don't care. I Just do. give me one. I do. I have an opinion on this. I like falling back. <laughs> I like. I like it getting dark at five o'clock. Okay. I don't understand these people who get off work and they want to like go to the park and like go do stuff. It's like, no, like have a life. Oh my God. How horrible. (laughs) No, we can have a life. Okay. And we can do things like on the weekends. Okay. We can do stuff on the weekends, but like I get home from work. You know what? I want to have a couple drinks. I want to watch the, I want to watch a movie. Maybe I want to watch a TV show. I want to play some video games or something. These are not things that require there to be light outside at six o'clock at night okay seven o'clock at night i can go to a bar at six o'clock and it can be light out it can be dark out nothing changes okay so i just realized from this conversation why we have daylight savings it's so night owls like you and me 
can enjoy like a couple months where it's like dark at night and we're like, all right, this is our time. This is when we can emerge from our caves. And then we have the, you know, the fall back or the, and those are for the early morning risers. The guys that are just like, yeah, you know what? I want to get up at the, you know, butt crack of dawn and get my life together before anyone else is awake. That's for those guys. So I think it's just the compromise between the two, but I don't care. Just pick one so then I can adjust and never have to adjust again. That's that's my... It needs to go away. It really does. 100%. It's, it's ridiculous. I'm sick of this 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 entire process. Incredibly yeah. outdated. Incredibly dumb. It was only done for farmers, all right? And even farmers like we're we're good. We got we got the crop thing figured out. It's called computers, satellites. We don't need the the help of another hour, guys. It's cool. We're good. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for this week's discussions on Don't Cause a Ruckus. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for everybody in the chat participating along. We do this every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific, here on twitch.tv slash sports or youtube.com slash sports. 6 p.m. Pacific, Wednesday nights. You can also catch the show on YouTube any day of the afterwards, youtube.com. Slash fan control sports. Oh, the commission's in chat. Shout out to the oh, Shout out. We love having the commission pop in. If you've got ideas for topics you want to hear AJ and I debate about, leave a comment on the YouTube. Or you can tweet at me, at Jose Ruckus on Twitter. You can tweet at AJ. AJ, what's your Twitter? That's right there. Literally. At King Ka. At King Ka. Yeah, it's spelled it. out there right for That's you. That's cool. Yeah. Easy, because my name is complicated. Either way, thank you so much for watching the show, guys. We really appreciate it. Love doing this show for you. And until next time, keep the ruckus to a minimum. This has been a presentation of the Fan-Controlled Sports and Entertainment Podcast Network. Comment, rate, and subscribe to this feed for all of your favorite fan-controlled shows. If you'd like to create a podcast or live stream a show with us, please reach out at content at fcf.io.